Hello, you're listening to Sarah McCoy, and this is another special topics session titled, Why Jesus Grew Up in a Carpenter's Home. I've been a Bible teacher at Owasso First Assembly in Owasso, Oklahoma for over 40 years, and I love the way God's Word shows itself practical to today, time after time. This material was originally an article that I wrote published in a magazine called The Mennonite on May 9th, 2000. That's volume three, number 18. My husband, Tom, is a petroleum engineer and he has worked for oil companies his entire career, but for many years he has enjoyed woodworking as a hobby. I have proudly watched him craft shelves cabinets, picture frames, and beautiful furniture for us and our family and our friends. As he has gained experience and skill and a considerable number of odd-looking tools, I have pondered how this was the occupation of Jesus' earthly father, Joseph. We know that because Matthew 13, 55 says, referring to Jesus, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't his mother's name Mary, and aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Since God never does things haphazardly or without planning, surely he had a reason for placing his only begotten son Jesus in the home of a man who made things out of wood for a living. Why not a shepherd? He said in John 10, 11, speaking of himself, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Or why not a fisherman? He would later choose some of them as his disciples and teach them to cast a net for souls. Or why not have Jesus raised in the home of a priest? He would someday become our high priest, as it says in Hebrews 3, verse 1, Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. But no, instead, it was a carpenter. There are three possible reasons that I'd like to share with you for why the young Jesus grew up apprenticing in his dad's wood shop. The first of those three reasons is that carpenters see potential. When my husband starts a project, He has to select the proper materials. These materials, however, don't bear a lot of resemblance to the appearance of the finished product that he has in mind. The key to finding the appropriate substance, then, lies in the ability to look past imperfections and realize potential. The knots and irregularities of a gnarly tree trunk added great beauty and interest to the surface of a kitchen table that Tom made after they had been properly smoothed and stained and polished. In the same way, perhaps as the lad Jesus watched his father Joseph take seemingly unsuitable substances and make lovely and useful objects from them, his heavenly father was teaching him little by little that people that don't seem very suitable for the ministry can eventually be wonderful assets. Remember the hot-headed zealots James and John. In Luke 9, 
Verse 54, it says, When the disciples James and John saw this, that was people that Jesus tried to minister to, rejecting him, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? Who would ever think that they would be suitable apostles after he had risen from the dead? There was doubting Thomas after Jesus rose from the dead in John 20, verses 24 and 25. Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Or what about the cowardly and quick-tongued Peter? who swore that he would never deny Jesus and then denied him three times. That's Matthew chapter 26, beginning with verse 33. But they were wonderful choices as his disciples because Jesus could see their potential and what they would be someday. Surely his woodworking experience helped him spy the potential in Mary Magdalene, who was a woman of questionable reputation and out of whom he had cast Seven demons, it says in Mark 16, verse 9. Or what about the man who was possessed by a legion of demons and lived in the tombs? In Luke 8, verses 27 to 35, we read that Jesus healed that man, and later he was found clothed and in his right mind and listening to Jesus. Christians today can also look back at what they once were before the Lord found them and exclaim, Oh, how far he has brought me. So the point is that the carpenter, Jesus, sees our potential. The second of the three reasons why Jesus was raised in a carpenter's home is that carpenters work hands-on. Woodworking is without question a hands-on job. My husband Tom picks up boards and blocks and carves them, shapes them, works them, smooths them. Jesus must have spent many hours watching his father hammer and use an awl to drill and to cut. He learned that materials are changed when they're touched by the master's hands. Consider how Jesus later used touch. He laid his hands on the little children that were brought to him for his blessing. We read in Matthew 19, 13, Then people brought little children to Jesus for him to place his hands on them and pray for them. He took the hand of a 12-year-old girl who had passed away and told her to arise. Mark 5, 41 says, He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. He once spit on the ground and made clay out of the mud, and anointed the eyes of a blind man who had come to him for healing. He even dared to touch the leper, who said to him, If you will, you can make me clean. That was in Matthew 8, verses 2 and 3. Clearly, Jesus was not afraid to be hands-on with his subject material, just as his father Joseph had been. By the carpenter's touch, each person he ministered to was molded into a better person physically and spiritually. So carpenters see potential and carpenters work hands-on. And the third of the three reasons 
why Jesus was raised in a carpenter's home is that carpenters develop patience. Most of my husband's woodworking projects take considerable time, especially if he does them the old-fashioned way without power tools. And Jesus must have watched his father Joseph work on a particular piece for days or weeks, patiently waiting for the finished product. Perhaps Joseph gave him some assignments of his own, showing him how to take a piece of wood through the various stages of drying and sanding and cutting to achieve the end result over a period of time. Jesus would later need the patience he had learned as he worked with stubborn and sometimes faithless followers. At one point, his disciples brought a man and his son to Jesus, wondering why they couldn't cast a demon out of the boy. Jesus asked in frustration, How long shall I be with you? That was Matthew 17, 17. Another time, the people's lack of faith prevented Jesus from doing many miracles in his home country. And he marveled because of their unbelief. That was Mark 6, 6. At one point, Jesus said about Jerusalem, How often would I have gathered your children together like a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you would not. That's Luke 13, 34. Yet in the midst of the trials of working with faulty and sinful human beings, Jesus was patient and long-suffering, allowing the repentant a second chance when they made mistakes. The carpenter realized that people are a long-term work in progress, and he allowed for the fact that they don't become mature overnight. People today are very much like the Bible characters of old in need of a master craftsman who can see their potential, work with them hands-on, and patiently bring them along over a lifetime of learning to be like Him. How fortunate we are that the Heavenly Father had the foresight to place the blessed Savior in an environment where He could learn as a child exactly how to do these very things. See potential, work hands-on, and develop patience. The next time my husband brings home an unwieldy or a funny-looking chunk of wood for a new project, I'm going to remember how Jesus is working on me and expect to someday see the beautiful, finished product. If this podcast has been a help to you, please pass it along.